It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. A, a story, a moment comes to your mind when you can put the the ferociousness, the intensity of Coach Venables into words. God, there's there's many, some I can't even share. This is not really a story you're talking about. How crazy it was. I remember when I was a freshman, I I, and I, I got in for a couple of reps, and I messed up. And he told me, Skowski doesn't get another rep the rest of the practice. Little did I know, I wasn't going to take another rep for ten more weeks. It's a, a story. Skalski um, rotated to the back of the group, sounds like, after going in. and Yeah, for 10 weeks. Here's what's difficult. Like, as a freshman, you like if you're a second or third teamer, during the week, like, like once you get out of training camp and get into like game week stuff, the ones get 90% of the reps. And the reps are now one-off things like you you've moved on from from your base rules on everything so the way that you've played a, a certain play throughout training camp there may be a difference now to how you play in week one like just because of of what the other team does and and how you're going to play some things you're going to change it up and you don't have any reps at it you you have seen it on film, but to go out there and and do it on your own is totally different. And you you get like maybe one chance at something, and if you mess it up, it's like you're you have to bat a thousand once you're a backup. Oh, I'm sure that's the most pressure you go yeah. through through your entire career is not messing up the uh, few reps that you get. It's so, it's yeah. brutal, man. You, because it's 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 hard to t- like everyone says take mental reps, and you have to. But I, you really have to learn how to take mental reps, and as a freshman, you you don't you don't know enough yet to be able to actually take a mental rep and what that means, and learn to adjust things in your head as you're just watching them unfold with someone else out there playing. And uh, like I said, you have to bat a thousand. You get a handful of opportunities a week to go out there and. If you mess one up, the coach just explodes on you and you're like rotated to the back of the group and it's you don't, just you don't get another rep for ten weeks like James Kalski. Yeah. You do not be a great linebacker at Clemson. That's that's a it's tough. Uh, that's a pretty fun story there. <laughs> it is. It's uh I know there's a bunch of people that feel his pain on that one for sure. Uh I looked something up today. Boy, this tells you how much time I had before the show today. Do you prefer um November games? Do you prefer, like, nice, warm weather outside, or do you want it bitter cold, Lambeau Field style in the month of November? Okay, are you asking as a player or I'm as asking a fan? You, you as now, like, you go on to cover the game and, and all that. Um, I think... Which, by the way, he's going to complain if it's too hot or too cold, so yeah. let's just establish that real quick. I think football is best played in the 50s. 
The fifties? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think the SEC is the uh, is the conference for you. Then I, I was listening to a podcast earlier today, yeah. and it's well, how is USC and UCLA going to adapt to the Big Ten? And like, there's just this thought there that USC and UCLA, like all five of their Big Ten road games or however many they play, are going to be played in the snow, and that's not reality. So I thought, right. huh? I wonder what the average November temperature is. For the places that OU's playing on the road now compared to SEC schools. Again, that just showed hmm. you how much time I had today, even though it took me about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, average November temperature in Lawrence, Kansas. The high – do you want the high or the low here? Which which one do you care about the most? Um, I probably should have just – Average them. low since we're talking about cold. 33 degrees in Lawrence. Okay. 30 degrees in Manhattan. 27 degrees in Ames. And 36 degrees in Morgantown. Okay, what's the average high? 56 for Lawrence, 56 for Manhattan, 47 for Ames, okay. 54 for Morgantown. I, I think that, that that whole Manhattan thing, it seems like every time OU goes to Manhattan in November, it's yeah. about negative 12 degrees. So I don't can, know those It can also be October uh, whenever we go up there <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's freezing cold. I feel like that, that – you remember that game when we beat them 55-0? Yeah, that would have been what the uh, Trevor Knight's first game where he really put it all together in 2013, I guess. Was it 13? Um, well, whatever it was, that game was incredibly cold, but it wasn't that late in the year. It was just oh, it was the week after? Was it the week after OU Texas? No, no, no. It was. It was. It, I think it was still in November, maybe when they it, played that. It one. may have been, but I don't. I feel like it was a. It wasn't like a late. No, I, I could be totally remembering it wrong, but I feel like it was just kind of a – it's like, you know, whenever we get that first cold front of the year, I feel like it was on that weekend and the wind was yeah. just brutal. I know that Plank, all Plank took up there was the short sleeve shirt. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and I just picked five random SEC locations. Tuscaloosa is a high of 67 in November. Athens is a high of 64 in November. Fayetteville, a high of 60. Baton Rouge, a high of 72 on average in November. Gainesville, a high of a perfect 75 in the month of November. So, like, we, we look at it from USC and UCLA. How can they adjust to the Big Ten? There's not really going to be a whole lot of adjustment weather-wise, I think, for OU and the SEC, other than some stupid hot places maybe in September, but you play in a pretty hot place yourself early yeah. early in the year. Yeah, that is – I don't know. I, I guess weather is rarely a factor for us now except for my end-of-year games, and it's a maybe on those. Well, would you say that if the weather is a factor in the game – it's more heat-related more often than it is cold-related for OU throughout the course of a regular season? Like, maybe the players aren't affected by the UTEP game last year. I guess I'm looking at it from the fans as well, like what you I don't go think, through. I don't think temperature matters nearly as much as wind or elements like uh, rain or snow. And it just it – just, um, it's just different, like, I don't know. Sometimes you could have a game that's, you know, 30 degrees outside, but if it's if it's if there's no wind and, you know, it's a otherwise a nice day, temperature doesn't matter at all. But if you have a game where it's 
you know, 50 degrees and it's windy and cold, well, then temperature matters a lot. Like, that, that's a, that can be a miserable game. And I feel like those can kind of happen everywhere. So, I, but I do think that what's what, what can be difficult on players is going from one extreme to another. Like, USC going from practicing in 80-degree beautiful weather and going and playing on the road in – Wisconsin can't re- recreate that. Can't recreate it, and it can be a shop to the system a little bit. Just like practicing in the cold in in Minnesota or Wisconsin, and then going, you know, to to USC where it may be hot. USC is a bad example because it may be warmer, but it's dry. I whenever you go somewhere and it's hot and humid, and you're used to where it's been cooler and drier and maybe you're sweating and cramping and stuff like that, that could be a problem. But I feel like we're located in a really good area for football because we basically get the four seasons every week. Like, yeah. like right yes. now. Uh, it was awesome yesterday, and it's yeah. pretty awesome out there today. It was 30 degrees on Saturday. We had tornadoes on Sunday. And it's 70 degrees yesterday and today. Like, mm-hmm. You just don't get that most places. So um, I think we're we're well-equipped for any weather. But, oh, yeah, well-equipped well for any weather. But it's I, maybe you don't get the – and I don't even know if OU gets the extreme weather side of things right now in the Big 12. But it can be cold in Manhattan. It can be cold in Ames. Yeah. It can be cold in Morgantown. You're not going to have those frigid – as many – frigid temperature games moving forward in the SEC. I wouldn't think so. Um what's the coldest is is Missouri probably to be the I coldest mean, place in the SEC? Missouri, maybe Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask chance. about Kentucky. I don't know. I've never been I've never been to the state of Kentucky. I'm Same just here. sitting here thinking Same like, here. I never have either. I've never I've, been, I've never really had a reason to. You yeah. know? That's I mean, I guess you want to go on a bourbon trail up there, which does sound kind of awesome, but not a whole lot of reasons to uh, to go up there. Yeah. It's not like OU's been – I mean, OU played a game there in 99 at Louisville, but other than that, no, not a whole lot of reasons to go up there. I'm, I'm – that'll be new. That'll be cool. Rarely do you get to visit somewhere that you've literally never been before, a state. So I'm actually excited for that now that I think about it. Hmm. That'll be cool. Yeah. Man, I wish I had the opportunity for my first like cuz I really don't get to and, and I'm not um like looking for sympathy at all. It's just kind of the nature of it. I typically get to where we're playing on Friday afternoon, late afternoon, usually go to dinner somewhere. And it's I'm used to the 11 a.m. kicks, so it's like early bed and up at 7 a.m. and on air at 7 a.m. for an 11 a.m. kick. So, and then you do the game, and then you're out of there with the team. So I don't get to really see much of the of the towns and areas that we're going to. I'd like to be able to do some extended stays at some of these places just to well, you, hang out. You, you can. About. You just have to be willing to stay behind. Like Larry Eustacey, he used to coach at Iowa State. The team would go back to Ames, and he might just go to a college party in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. He might stay behind in Manhattan, Kansas, and uh, go out with some K-State co-eds. Just do it like old uh, Larry Eustace used to up there at Iowa State. Yeah. 
Oh, you guys go ahead. I'll find my way back. Hasn't, uh, hasn't Lane Kiffin... I've got Kiffin, some recruiting yeah, air quotes well, to do. I'm sure he did some recruiting <laughs> at some of those old Big 12 towns back oh, in the day. Yeah. Didn't, doesn't uh, Lane Kiffin do that sometimes? Does he actually travel w- w- with the team? I I think we've seen... Uh, he travels... I think that's right. I think he travels private and meets the team there. Which I think on on some situations, I think that that is... Um, it's okay, like if if there's like a major recruit in the area, and the coach wants to fly down. Well, okay, let's just for example, let's say we're playing next year, or like our schedule is different. We're playing in Houston, okay, and there's a big high school football game on Friday night. A big recruit is playing. Maybe, um, I don't know, in Austin or okay. something. Yeah. And like maybe the coaches will fly down, uh, go with the team, and then whatever, jump on a private jet and go. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm trying to find a situation where they would fly down differently, but I was going to say that like, you would just have the private jet down there with you and maybe you take it so you can leave Houston after you do some team stuff, and then go to Austin, if that makes sense. Sooner Gundy says that sounds like Urban Meyer, laughing face emoji, got to respect the grind. And, of course, if you've seen the video, you know what the uh, grind he's talking about there. Some coaches are grinders, others are not. Yeah, and there are some coaches that shouldn't be grinders, like uh, Urban Meyer. (laughs) Like any of them. If you flew into Cincinnati, you fly into Kentucky and drive up to Ohio, 20-minute drive. That's from Las Vegas Sooner. Well, yeah. I've never, uh, I've never done the flight into uh, Cincinnati. Maybe I'll uh, get to in September. I now, what's we'll the say. deal? Whenever you fly into Cincinnati, you fly into Cincinnati to go to Kentucky. Uh, you fly into Cincinnati. You fly into Kentucky and drive up to Ohio. Twenty minute drive. Oh, I see. Huh. The coldest games I've ever been to have been Big Twelve championship games in Kansas City. Yeah. Forget coldest games I've ever been to. That's the coldest I've ever been. Period in my life. Two times in Kansas City. Yeah. Especially when. Uh, Darren Sproles is running up and down the field while you're having to endure that. It's not mm. a whole lot of fun. No doubt. Uh, Greg Thanks from Lawton. That up. Hey, yeah. there's another first segment uh, bring up that we get. Usually it's the blocked pump. But this is a Darren Sproles it's changing off, it up a little bit. The offseason, the references move up to the front of the show more and more. <laughs> That's true. That's why you love football season so much. That's is right. We've got too much to talk about to bring up those bad memories. That's right. Um, Just jump on a chopper like Lebby and B. Hall did at Denton Geyer last year. Yep, there you go. That's right. I think they took – did they take that down from here or was that – I don't. I, I think it was from here. Yeah, I, I guess I, I can't confirm that. Uh, distillery tours and tastings is the best part of visiting Kentucky. So much good bourbon, so little time. Uh, you know, I would say that bourbon for me is kind of like a – Cigar, I I can't tell the difference between the good and the bad, and I'll do it if the whole group is kind of doing it, but not really my thing. Well, same here, and I'm in a bourbon club that meets once a month. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, Actually, I, I just I just try to pick out what looks like the most expensive bottle. Like, oh yeah, pa- Pappy, I think I've I've heard yeah. of that one right there. Yeah, God, this is good, guys. Oh, that's got wow. some. Uh, 
That smoky flavor there smoky on the end flavor, of it. Man, that's fantastic. Some oak tones in there. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, yeah, th- actually, we fooled you. That's the McCormick's brand. Um, totally off topic, but now since we're apparently on the subject of uh, Kentucky, where would uh, Churchill Downs rank on your uh, sports bucket list to go to the Kentucky Derby? It That'd would be high up there? Well, here's the thing. It would rank really high if I was able to – go and do it right i be able to watch the race from like a suite i and then I do want, the porta potty races after right on top of the porta potty i want no part of that mess of humanity in the infield no part i i there's just too many people there if I could, like, if I could have gone during COVID, that would have been the best for me. All right, when you got twenty percent in the uh, in the stands and in the infield, I would like to to take it in under those circumstances. But otherwise, it's just too too daggum many people. Yeah. By the way, uh, no Bob Stoops today. He's traveling today, so we'll catch up with him on Thursday. Nice. All right, quick timeout. Keep the text coming. Six five one three four three nine. Stay tuned. Bringing you the physical, relentless, suffocating coverage of the Sooners you deserve. This is the Ref, the home of Sooner fans. For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Funer Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funer home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th at OKC Fairgrounds. Featuring 2023 cars and trucks, ride in electric vehicles on the indoor EV track. See the classic car drive-in theater exhibit and exotic cars. Coffee and cars. Play mini golf benefiting the Genesis Project. Adopt a pet. Buy one, get one free coupons at OnCue. Info at OKCAutoShow.org. The Oklahoma City Auto Show, March 3rd through 5th, Bennett Event Center. Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar has moved locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything, from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. 
This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. At Purple Wave, they understand the right equipment can help you maximize time. With hundreds of trucks, trailers, and equipment of all makes and models featured in their weekly auctions, you are sure to find the perfect piece. All equipment sells to the highest bidder, regardless of price, on purplewave.com. Their marketplace transparency makes it easy for buyers and sellers to connect directly, so you can bid with confidence every time. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. At Great Plains Kubota, you'll get the peace of mind you deserve when buying a Kubota tractor from our family-owned dealerships. Kubota tractors are reliable and dependable, and they deserve a reliable and dependable warranty. Our free exclusive 10-year tractor warranty is backed by the confidence of our service departments. So get more with your tractor purchase. Get more from Great Plains Kubota. Call the brand that serves today at 855-4-KUBOTA or online at greatplainskubota.com. The Great Plains Kubota Decade Warranty is additional coverage offered exclusively by Great Plains Kubota. For complete warranty eligibility and coverage information, contact your local Great Plains Kubota. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios on this Tuesday. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. And uh, as I logged on to uh, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s mock draft today, I found something that I did not think I was going to find today. Yeah. Which was a sooner in the first round. Better yet, a sooner in the top 15. Anton Harrison. Mel Kuyper Jr.'s latest mock draft has Anton Harrison yeah. going number 13 overall to the New York Jets. Whoa. I hadn't seen one that high for him yet. I, I remember towards the la- latter part of the season, I was seeing some that had him in the top 25. Um, you know, he's he's still viewed as a really young prospect at tackle. He's got really good size and measurables. Really good athleticism. So I think the feeling on Anton Harrison is probably that he's not anywhere close to his prime and, um, you know, could could really grow into a really, really nice tackle. Here's, where it says, or here's what it says, I guess, from ESPN. The Jets have major issues at offensive tackle. Makai Becton, the number 11 overall pick in 2020, has played one game over the past two seasons. George Fant, who was limited to seven starts last season, is a free agent, while Dwayne Brown is 37 years old. They might have to fill both tackle spots this offseason. Luckily for New York, this is a round one filled with solid tackles. Harrison started 24 games at left tackle for the Sooners over the past two years, allowing just one sack and seven total pressures. He could play right tackle, too. He's a great fit for the Jets, who could have a new quarterback for which to block for. And I think he's still really young i think he's only 21 years old yeah so which he left a year early right yeah yeah left a year early and i think may have been a you know just birthday fell to to where he's he's a bit younger um but i i i think that i think that he can be a a really solid prospect for the extended future i mean i think he can grow into some of those those 
type of players that we're used to at left tackle as, as a still young developing player. And it's probably viewed as not necessarily a project. I think he's a guy that can start in the league right now, but a guy that may not hit his like sure. true potential or ceiling for several years, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, he played some high-level football last year, get some high-level opponents. That Will McDonald, uh, those two guys, which judging by this mock draft, that's two top 15 picks that were uh, going at it last year in Ames. It's crazy. You know, a lot of tackles – uh, it's it's probably the oldest position in the NFL as far as uh, a lot of guys start to hit their real prime like when they're 30 years old. You got the grown man strength. You've got years and years of experience. And I just think about the the best tackles in the league right now, like Lane Johnson and Trent Williams. Like Trent yeah. Williams got to be. And Trent Williams is a lot older than Lane Johnson. His yeah. last year at OU was like what oh nine maybe, and Lane Johnson was twenty twelve. So yeah, I, I guess only a few years, but but still, I mean, there's some there's some age in there. Yeah, and the I two. think he left early, and Lane Johnson is like a guy that's older because of the junior college yeah. route and and that thing that that way. But you know, there's. Like 30 years old is kind of the window whenever you start to really get into your prime at tackle, which is strange. There's really not any other position like that, I no. guess, in this in this sport either. Nope. Yeah, so I, I saw uh, Anton Harrison at 13. I thought, man, I wonder if uh, they think he's the first Big 12 player off the board, not the first Sooner off the board. Nope, Tyree w- uh, Wilson number at 12, DN out of Tech. Some people had him as, like, number three. Yeah, and then you had uh, Will McDonald, who I just mentioned, number eight overall to the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So this might be the best year for the Big 12 in the top 15 in uh, quite some time. Yeah, wait till the combine and everyone gets their first visuals of Tyree. All right, he's he's going to go flying yeah. up the board. Well, it, I mean, combine starts today, I guess, so this might be a really nice week for him. Yeah, yep. It, he's probably not doing anything other than the, the portion where you just take the shirt off and take the picture. Right, that's about all he needs God, to do. Isn't that great? Like some guys just have all the luck where all you got to do is show up, take your shirt off, and uh, that's going to net you a few million dollars. He's like 6'6", 285 pounds of muscle. Meanwhile, Bryce Young <laughs> takes his shirt off and they say, all right, where's the rest of you? Wait, that's it? Seriously? And then everyone starts Who's to Who's younger brother are you? Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> oh, you're Bryce Young's little brother. Okay. Yeah, what, I, so- I guess there was a report out from uh, Schefter. That what he's only what was the measurables? I had five it ten and down. a half. Five ten and a half, and I guess there's some hesitancy hmm. there. I think he's closer to five nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there's some hesitancy there, just like always. But um, I think size matters less in the NFL now than it ever has. I mean, you think back to the the '90s with quarterbacks. Early two thousands, what's your prototype? Six six, like two hundred and forty pounds, can stand in the pocket. Why? Well, go watch like Lawrence Taylor's all time highlight reel and watch what he's doing to those poor quarterbacks. Like, you needed a big, strong, durable guy in the pocket. Now you can't touch the guy. You, can, you, you can't hit him high. You can't hit him low. You can't land on top of him. You can't sling him down violently. 
Uh, you can't touch their head at all, even if you're batting a pass. Quarterbacks are so protected, it's ridiculous. So the size and durability issue is much less of a factor than it used to be. Now, you know, the ball comes out quick. The RPO stuff, um, you know, you want to get the quarterback out of the pocket. They want to be able to create on the run and use him as a, as a threat running the football too. So the dynamics have changed. I'm not suggesting that it doesn't matter that he's incredibly small. I'm just saying it doesn't matter like it used to. Yeah. Okie Drake Schlinger, imagine Cordell Stewart in the league now. Yeah. Uh, Cordell Stewart in the league whenever he was there was incredible. Um, he's the one that threw the ball like 80 yards in the air, The right? miracle at Michigan. What was that, 1994 Colorado at Michigan? It's crazy Throws throw. the Hail Mary, they catch it. Was that Westbrook that caught it for CU and uh, they win the game? Whenever yeah. we start talking about players that whenever you say, imagine them now, the number one player that I always think of is Joe Washington. <laughs> well, what, what, what I say all the time, he was Reggie Bush before Reggie Bush was Reggie Bush. No doubt. He, he's he's Reggie Bush and Tyreek Hill into one player. I didn't even look real, some of those high, especially at punt return. It's like, there's no way that... You know, a human should be able to do that in the return game. And it'd be different if they were playing, you know, Arkansas State and those punt returns. I think one of his greatest punt returns was against USC, right? Yeah, for no gain. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I also think about, imagine some of those players now in, a, in an era that, you know, protects the players a little bit more, uses spacing a little bit more. Uh, but I also think about what about Kyler Murray running the option? It'd have been that'd have been awesome. You know, like some of that type of stuff is is also fun to think about. Uh, Sean says I always think about Tom Wart, the inventor of modern tackling. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's great. Nine seven two. Hey, y'all talking about tackles? Watch Orlando Brown become one of the best tackles of the next five years. Orlando I Brown bet against that is about to. Break the bank. I believe that Orlando Brown is a uh, restricted free agent or maybe a um, unrestricted free agent, but he's got – well, I guess they may tag him with the franchise option up there in in Kansas City. But, yes, he's going to make some big-time bucks, which the franchise tag for – a left tackle right now has to be in the upper $20 million. Yeah, I thought range. he was making 25, 25 last year on that last year. Did he just have – he had like one year left on that deal, whatever right. he had. Yeah, he was making good money last year. Um, it's normally not the greatest thing to get traded early in your career, really before your first contract was up, but it's worked out nicely for Orlando Brown, hasn't it? Didn't yeah. give up a sack in the Super Bowl. Just won a Super Bowl, like you said, about to get paid a whole lot of money. Um, he demanded leaving Baltimore's it. worked out well for him. Right. They were trying to pay him some good money to stay and be of the right tackle. Because I can't remember who the left tackle is in, in Baltimore, but he wanted to play left tackle. So he said, if you're not going to give me an opportunity at left tackle, trade me. And they did that. He bet on himself, and he's going to get paid. Uh, put Michael Vick out there now, says the 405. Yeah, that's that's any era. Michael Vick yeah. plays in any era. 
he plays in any era, but I I I agree. Michael Vick uh, in a more protected environment than even than when he played is like about whenever the rules started to change. Uh, yeah, I still man, I still believe that. I've never seen a more um, effortless th- like. Michael Vick looks like he's throwing a little kid's Nerf ball with the it yeah, looks, he had a howitzer, and that's what um, it's the I, most perfect spiral you can I, throw. If you didn't watch him during that time period, I think it's the most overlooked part of his game, which is the most important part of a quarterback's game. Everyone just thinks he was a quarterback that you snapped it to, and he would just run all over the field. Well, yeah, he could do that. He could also throw it about seventy-five, eighty yards in the air down the field from a man. standstill. Uh, he just has like a, it's like a. You know, most left-handed quarterbacks, the delivery just – I know it looks different because most quarterbacks are right-handed, but there's like a, a little bit more of like a whip to it, the throwing motion, and his is exaggerated, and it just comes out like a laser beam. Yeah. Coldest game I've ever been to, 2022 Bills-Chiefs playoff game at Arrowhead. I said that only to point out I was there, smiley face. Wow. Yeah, that's a humble brag. That was one of the better football games I've seen in the past 10 years. That's like the the three or four two-minute drives in a row at the end of that game, right? Yep. Crazy. Where it looked like the Chiefs had won it, but then the Bills had that crazy touchdown drive. Oh, my gosh, and Josh Allen. And then the Chiefs scores. Yep. Yeah. And how do you leave Travis Kelsey just streaking down the, the seam wide open? Julius Caesar Watts would have been insane. Look at his uh, Canadian clips. J.C. Watts. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I think I saw, I saw him somewhere the other day, I think. Anything else on the text Never line? been to Kentucky. What about the Josh Heupel game at Papa John's Stadium in Louisville? Yeah, that's I, I referenced that 99 game. OU won that day. Yeah, I uh, did not Stoops go to that. Year. I wasn't there either. Didn't How many OU fans do you think showed up for that one? Um, well, there was some excitement in the program. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to say 2,000 OU fans showed up to Louisville that day. I have no idea but I do remember watching it on TV because hmm. um, I, I think the storyline for that day was OU obviously had a wide-open offense that was throwing it around everywhere, but Louisville had an offense that was uh, was like Chris Redman. Do you, do you remember him by chance? Maybe he was their quarterback. Chris Redman? Wouldn't he Louisville the... was like throwing it around. or they, I, I think maybe their quarterback's last name was oh, Redman Oh, I'm thinking of Mark Redman. That's funny. Yeah, I, that name does sound familiar. That's interesting. Well, I'm anxious to get back to Kentucky. We'll see whenever they fall on the schedule. All right, quick timeout. Keep the text coming. 651-3439. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. 
The Buick family is all here at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Factory incentives have just hit the manager's desk. New 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $3,850 off all new 2023 Buick Envisions with $500 consumer cash, $250 when financed through GMF, and $3,100 dealer discount. Super savings at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. It's not a game of inches, it's a game of edges. And who has it? Pitcher or batter? Catcher or runner? Power or finesse? Bring it up, and you can unhitch the wagon while you're at it. All the edges come together right here on your home for Oklahoma baseball. Catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go on the KREF app. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. With custom signs and graphics from Fast Signs, you can say anything. Invite the world to discover that thing that makes your business unmistakably yours. Make your statement in lights or metal on a van across the windows. Make it unforgettable. Together, anything is possible. Bright ideas brilliantly executed can turn the mundane into the marvelous. Transforming your space begins at our place. Power your business visibility and make your statement with Fast Signs. Call Fast Signs of Norman, 405-701-2890. I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job, it was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was like, I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The new InMotion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At InMotion, what moves you moves us. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We are the home of Sooner fans. Hey, by the way, this Sooner Weekly update is brought to you by Wade Electric. Just letting you know about uh, some events that will be on campus this week. 
The OU women's basketball team has senior night Wednesday night versus K-State at 6 p.m. Tickets are just $5. They will be celebrating Taylor Robertson, Ana Yanusa, and Maddie Williams on a Wednesday night. Softball is back in action Saturday as they take on Kentucky at 3 p.m. and UIC at 5.30. That's right. Not the unanimous number one team in the country this week. Someone on D1Softball.com, I don't know who they give the votes to or are allowed to vote, but UCLA, um, did you see this? UCLA mm-hmm. still got a first-place vote uh, this week from someone. Huh. Despite losing 14 nothing to OU over the weekend, uh, someone still voted UCLA as the number one team. I guess Pretty amazing. they're saying that that loss was more of a fluke than OU's loss to Baylor. <laughs> okay. Nothing fluky about that loss on Sunday, in my opinion, for UCLA, but... Let's okay. Let's call out what's happened here. Someone like was on vacation, has a vote, didn't realize that OU or UCLA played, and you know just huh. sent it in or sent it in before OU. So and UCLA someone played. that covers the sport didn't realize the two titans of the sport were yeah. playing on Sunday, and they just totally missed it. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like they shouldn't be covering the sport anymore. Well, okay. Someone who covers the sport watched UCLA get pounded by Oklahoma 14 to 0, still voted UCLA the best. Like, what's more realistic? Probably the one that you laid out, I guess. I don't know. By the way, everyone was saying, oh, it's Jin Schroeder. That's who Jin, Jin Schroeder's out. Uh, she has it out Probably. for OU. And I think um, uh, actually someone, who Terry and Edmund, who listens to the show quite a bit, I think he tweeted at her. I know he tweeted at her. I went back and I looked at it, and she uh, she said that it was not her that voted UCLA number one. That's I'm funny. still not convinced. I'm still That's not convinced. Funny. I got a feeling it was probably her. Yeah, but you think you beat someone fourteen nothing in five innings? You're the unanimous number one team, but I guess that's not the case. Had to be a mistake. I I refuse to believe that someone would, because it's not like this is Oklahoma's moment to take over number one. They've been the number one team for like how many weeks straight? Two straight years? Well, outside of, la- yeah, last week was the first time in like yeah. two years they hadn't been the number one team. First week in two years they haven't been the number one team. They get edged out because they lost to Baylor. UCLA's up to number one, and then they pound that team in the fashion that they did. I can't believe there's anyone in their right mind that would leave UCLA as number one purposely. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, But, yeah, softball is back this weekend, Friday at 3 p.m., at Marita Hines Field, Friday at 5.30 against Kentucky, and then again on a Saturday at 3 p.m., and then again at 5.30 hey, as well. Which, by the way... This Sooner Weekly Update brought to you by Wade Electric. Go ahead. I had a just random conversation with someone who works for the company that's building the new softball stadium. Oh, interesting. What'd they say? They said this is going back a week ago. Because of weather and some other situations, they're already three weeks behind. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, they – because they have to – I can't remember the date that they're supposed to finish by. Like maybe opening day next year is whenever it's supposed to be done. And This is supposed to be their last year at Marina Hines Field. Yeah. And 
He was like, Man, it's going to be tough. It's going to be. They're going to have to play tough. all their non conference games on the road next year. Just be like, uh, hey, we're going to open this up for Big 12 play, actually, guys. Just think how, how, how difficult it can be. Especially, there's some people saying that we're going to have a really bad storm season when it comes to tornadoes. Um, and who knows? Maybe it's just going to be super dry and have great weather for getting caught up on construction. But. It could be hard to make up three weeks in construction. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, I guess the nice thing is I don't know what the immediate plans are for Marita Hines Field, but if you can't open up the season there next year, I, I'm guessing that you're still going to be able to play there for the time being until you can move over to the new stadium. Maybe, or you just play it in Reeves your – Park. Well, you play it in your other stadium that you own. The one oh, Hall of Fame it, stadium. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a touchy subject for some people. Well, you own it because you own it, not because it's actually yours, right? Well, no wonder OU swept their non-conference schedule. They get to play in Oklahoma City every single year. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think they'll. I think they'll get caught up, and it's going to be beautifully done. That's going to be cool, man, to be able to open up with that. Well-deserved. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Chase in Orange County is blaming Muleshoe. Isn't that who we always blame for Probably. problems around here? Yeah. Muleshoe voted number one, uh, UCLA number one in softball. Probably. Wouldn't doubt that. Two-part question. Will the softball team ever ask Teddy to throw out the first pitch of a game? And if he does, would he throw overhand or underhand? I guess that's an interesting question. What is the protocol on that? Baker threw out the first pitch last year. Was it the day of the spring game or the day before the spring game? I don't remember if he threw it overhand or underhand. I think overhand is acceptable. Okay. But I would require you, if you're going to do that, I want you to go full wind-up like you're in the circle. I want you to act like you're Jordy Ball and, like, stomp around before you're going to throw out the first pitch and then go through it all, wind up and everything, and – I, toss it in there. I would I would do the full wind up, full underhand. I'd throw my riser, and I'd want uh, Coach Gasol to come out and challenge it with the uh, home plate umpire that I lifted on the way, mm. you know, and have it called back. Yeah, uh, during the last press conference, Coach Venables mentioned some of the activities in which the players are participating in preparation for spring football. The first one he mentioned was mat drills. Is mat an abbreviation or an acronym? Are mat drills the same thing as coaches stations yeah. from Santa John? Mat drills, same thing as coaches stations. It's just where you've got – some people call it county fair. Um, some people call that county fair? Yeah. Because, huh. like, whenever you go to a county fair, there's, like, all kinds of different, like, places that, you know, you stop and there's different games – because like coaches stations, you'll have one one station you're running sprints. The next station you're that feels you know, like doing... the old school head something the old school head coaches would say. Yeah, like I feel like uh, like Bobby Jack Wright probably said that he probably used that before. <laughs> he used everything. I almost every single one of my stories about Bobby Jack Wright just cannot be told because it the language. It it's required in the story. Right? You can't. The story just doesn't work without the language, and none of it is safe for radio. <laughs> uh, Teddy, you got to pitch sixty nine miles per hour from the nine one a. Yeah, good luck with that. Even overhand, I don't know Jeez. if you could do that. Yeah. Baker went full wind up and fired it underhand. Says Jay from Medill. Brooks says Baker did it uh, on the he day of the spring game, and he did it underhand. 
the video randomly pops up on uh, randomly popped up on something recently. Yeah, nice. Gosh, that is not something that's easy to just walk out there and be able to. It's a, I think it's way easier to be able to walk out and throw a first pitch out with a baseball, like typical throwing style, than it is to walk out and throw a softball underhand. How nervous would you be? I'd be nervous to uh, disappoint Patty Gasso, like have the worst first pitch ever, and she's looking at you like, ah, come on, I man. gave you this opportunity. You know, Jeez. I let you do this, and you thank us by embarrassing the entire place. Seriously? Yeah. Disappointing Patty would be the biggest – pressure-packed moment of all yeah well uh I honestly feel like I thrive in those pressure pressure situations and oh would, god here we would go fire strike yeah. in there yeah judging by your bowling performance in the past two <laughs> years at the company-wide bowling party I'd have to I, I don't know I, I gotta say as, what do you mean as, the as last two as years I, as much as I say that I mean you did bowl a 69 this year there was a lot of pressure going yes. into the last frame bowling a 68 to just get one pin and you it that you did it, it was Nailed clutch it. to Nailed just it. knock down one pin on that final it was frame. Impressive. The only good ball I threw all night. So there you go. All right, we're late for a timeout. Keep the text coming. We'll continue to get to those six five one three four three nine air coverage solutions text line. We'll be back. Talking sooner football is what we do. This is the ref. Are you going to keep driving that same old truck? Save at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno. New 2023 GMC Sierra 1500 Crew Cab SLT take up to $3,250 off MSRP. $500 consumer cash, $250 when financed with GMF, and $2,500 dealer discount. No more cash cow. Drive away in a new ride today. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. The big dance is almost here, and you know what that means. Join us Monday, March 13th for the Refs 22nd Annual 68-Team Giveaway. Live at Buffalo Wild Wings, off of 19th Street and more from noon to 7. You want more ways to win this March? Then put your bracket prognostication to the test against the rest of the Ref Army in the Ref Bracket Challenge. Brought to you by Wonderhouse Design and Consign. The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, and your home for the best giveaways this March. At Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, we are committed to serving our community. Our 24-hour emergency services keep you at ease, knowing day or night, rain or shine, we'll be there for you and your family. 
Since 2008, it's been our mission as a family-owned business to provide you with the highest quality workmanship and top-notch customer service. So give us a call today or visit us online at normanair.com. Norman Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, the company you can count on. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. The staff of Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Let's get to an OU football question on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Keep them coming, 405-651-3439. What are your predictions for our run game this fall? I think with Sawchuck and Barnes in the backfield, this Sooner team has potential for the best run game in the nation. Wow. Best run game in the nation. I'd take the best run game in the Big 12 as of yeah. right now. Well, here's the thing. I think at running back, it's clear the guys carrying the football are going to be just fine. We saw Barnes, Sawchuck, and um, Lebby is still touting Marcus Major. So he's – don't forget about Marcus Major. Still here, still incredibly physical back. I know. Um, but, you know, that's that's the name that the coaches are still throwing out there. We have a chance to be much better in the interior of our offensive line. If Savion Bird can get it together and be consistent, 
can be reliable with knowing time where he's him. supposed to go. It's time for him. Uh, I think Rame's going to continue to incrementally improve, and we're going to have ourselves uh, an old battle royale for the for the other inside offensive line position. Uh, maybe it's the the transfer big giant kid from Miami of Ohio. Um, maybe it's Caden Green getting a chance at at uh, guard. I think there's some some different opportunities that we have on the inside, and Tyler Guyton at tackle is incredibly athletic. I think he's he's got a long way to go when it comes to um, being consistent and you know having the uh, the experience. But most of that, I would say, is pass game focus. I think he can be. Uh, I think run game blocking comes quicker than pass game. And then you've got the old vet at left tackle uh, from Rouse from Stanford. So I think offensive line is going to be good. But the difference to me that's going to make the running game really pop next year is the quarterback run game. Going to be – Well, and can, can they do that? Can they run the ball when they're not going tempo? Like I, I think yeah. that might be the single biggest factor for that team next year. Of course, it's probably always the run game for most teams, but – with how they like to use tempo and how it really kind of hurt the defensive side of the ball, if they can run the ball without tempo next year, that's that's going to be kind of – I think that will gauge how much improvement we see. Strong next year. agreement. All right, quick timeout. Hour number two of the rush coming up next. Oh, Lord of mercy. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Purple Wave, they understand the right equipment can help you maximize time. With hundreds of trucks, trailers, and equipment of all makes and models featured in their weekly 